of the gospel are taken from the visitation, a feast that we celebrate a little bit later in the year or earlier next year already in, uh, uh, in the calendar year. Yet it's brought again. It's interesting. And, and we heard in the readings, especially in the Alleluia verse, again, that urgency of the coming of Christ. And it's probably the theme that I, I've stuck on the entire Advent is that other side of Advent, the coming of Christ, the timing of the coming of the King, of the Alpha, the Omega, and that Omega, that part of the end. The Lord comes to us at the end, and our waiting is not in vain. And so Christmas is also an exercise in that celebration, that expectation for the King who is to come, for the coming of Christ again. The promise that Christ shall come again is not a promise in vain. It's not something we do in abstract, but something that we do in all actuality. We hear the words of, this, of the visitation of Mary, who, expecting the arrival of her son, who's already pregnant, who already knows what is going on in here, who already knows that she is conceived by the Holy Spirit, and visits her cousin Elizabeth, who also recognizes that something is going on there, and she too is carrying John the Baptist in a similar way, they both are expecting, like we are expecting, the coming of our Savior. And just as the mother knows, and you can see the signs as her womb grows, that the child is coming and the time of birth is near, so they notice and they realize that the timing and the coming of their sons is coming very near. And so what is their response? They start celebrating already. And so this, that she quotes, that Mary quotes already from Scripture, it's not her words so much that she's quoting already Scripture in there. These are her words of joy, rejoice. These are her way of, this way of celebrating the child who is to come and who is to come so certainly that she's already celebrating that he's here. This is perhaps a spiritual exercise that we can do for these few days left of uh, Advent before Christmas. How do we, what words will we direct to the Lord who's coming? For the Lord who will come, who will come at the end of time, at our time, but who will definitely come. How do we celebrate that coming? Not on the day of, but in expectation. In a pregnant expectation, expectation that we know will bear fruit, we know will give light. That's a great word in Spanish. I always said, uh, I always say in, to describe giving birth, dar luz. It gives light. It's not for nothing that this is the darkest time of the year. Yesterday was the winter solstice, the shortest day, and it always coincides with Christmas around that time, Christmas week. The solstice is always around there. It's not for nothing. That in the darkest of the night, perhaps in the most despair, when things maybe sometimes we think can't get worse, well, that's when the light can come in. That's when things get better, and that's when the Lord enters. In the darkest of nights, and we hear, in the darkest, perhaps, of our own existence, save man whom you form in dust. For in the darkest of the tomb, Christ also enters. That light enters, and it's not a waiting in vain. It's a waiting for real, which we celebrate even more in this Christmas. So our spiritual exercise will be that. What words will we direct to God? What words will we direct to Christ now, knowing that he's coming? 
already certain of that coming and of that salvation. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.